Hi, and welcome to Icon Underground for the week of June 15th, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Uh, so this week, uh, we've got a handful of various bits of news from all over the place, and uh, we are going to have a spoiler-free review discussion of Till All Are One, number one, because uh, we realize, unlike the ongoing stories, uh, you, noble listener, may not have decided whether you're going to buy it yet. Uh, and then after that, we will have a yes spoilers uh, discussion <laughs> about uh, ongoing Transformers number 54. Uh, so as far as news goes, uh, we have some more movie photos. Uh, yes. We have various, it's it's an assortment of vehicles at this point. Yeah. Uh, I know there was, uh, there's what seems to be barricade. Well, it's confirmed Yay. as barricade now. Oh, okay. At least I think even it was if it that... wasn't, it's exactly barricade. Yeah, it's even even the same car number. It was an eight six five, I think. Ah, yeah, I hadn't even seen anything that close up yet. So yay, barricades back. How? Oh, why? Yeah. Who knows? That's that's a higher level of expectation of cause and effect that you should have for this movie series. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not real good at cause and effect. Uh, yeah, there is... He's back. He's still a Mustang, and he looks like he's been attacked by the Greebly virus. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Because that is a truly awful police body kit they put on him. <laughs> like, I'm, I love it for a villain car, because it looks cool and awful and disgusting at the same time. Yes. Yeah, but it, it doesn't I, uh... really look like a cop car anymore. <laughs> Also, one of the, the most important things featured in these pictures is a really good-looking six-pack of cupcakes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> been in a couple of photos. <laughs> yes, for some reason, the photographer like decided. Scale? I figured it was just because they had some cupcakes. <laughs> like, also, look at our cupcakes. Maybe did designate official photos, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe to, I mean, he put his watermark all over them too, but mm. additionally, yeah, maybe that's to indicate that those are his photos. It's, it's sort of a, a further watermark. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes, identifying marks on so, things. Yeah, there is, uh, is that the same pirate symbol that was used for, uh, what's his face, the lion pirate guy? The, um, oh, uh, what, the Star Seekers? Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah. It, it also, it, it, in the photo, it's just kind of small. It could be a Star Seco symbol, or it could just be two swords crossed or something. It's vague enough. It's a little decal on the garbage truck covered in, well, garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's some kind of like, it's like an old-style garbage truck in that it's all rounded 50-style corners and stuff, and the back of it is just covered in... Bits Everything. of detritus. Bags yeah, it's got like some tires, jet engines megaphones. on there. Yeah, jet engines that might be parts Just, of Jetfire. Maybe, but uh, maybe it's Retgar. I uh, earlier cool. in our uh, in our discussion chat, I I like David's suggestion that his name is Shitpiece. <laughs> yes, which is is if if you're not familiar with that, you can go find uh, find that meme on YouTube. Uh, but oh, Fensler film. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be calling him Shitpiece until the movie actually comes out, and it probably is Rekgar. Yeah, but yeah. It's, he's a Shitpiece. It's, 
I thought at first... Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought at first that he was like an art car sort of truck, but but no, that's not just like dozens of Happy Meal toys glued to his hood. This is like... Like I said, like a jet engine and yeah, and this this is going to be the most impossible toy ever to make into a toy. Oh my god, yeah. the deco sheet would be madness. Man. Not just the deco sheet, but like all that weird texturing and where does the par- where do the parts go? It it's going to drive somebody crazy. Yeah. I don't think it's going to drive somebody crazy because I think at some point in the movie he's going to dump all that crap out on the floor. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then transform. And I like the idea of a Cybertronian who's been on Earth and has kind of been avoiding the fighting, but going around after the fact and trying to collect as many bits of Cybertronians as possible to, <laughs> A, keep them out of human hands, and B, maybe find a way off the stinking rock. Oh, maybe it's just yeah. a hoarder. I can build a rocket yes, with this. It's a I, I will need this hoarder. part. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That sounds like a totally awesome characterization for Rekkar, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a homeless hoarder, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and there's the uh, there was that Volkswagen, that really old Volkswagen microbus yes. that or minibus that uh, was pointed out before. Uh, if you look at it, you notice that it has uh, it has tinted yellow windows and headlights. Yeah, which is weird. so. This is this is clearly uh, a transformer from the 1990 European line. <laughs> <laughs> And Decepticon. The, yeah. That, that's another good. deco that'll be weird, but hey, I've actually been wanting a rusted car transformer since yeah, the movie this started. Car, it seems like the bus is more rust than metal at this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I've got a oh, neighbor down the street who's got this car, I think, except it's yellow, and it's in pretty much that same condition. <laughs> oh, and the deco artists can have so much fun specking, like, dry brush. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this figure—it's going to end up looking pretty awesome if they do it right. But uh, before it was hard to see what the uh, you know the little spot on the front where the Volkswagen symbol would normally be. This now it is—you can clearly see that it's a Decepticon symbol. I really so he's an evil hippie, I guess. (laughs) Why hippies are so peaceful? Um, Not the ones who grew up to be baby boomers. I guess. He's the Decepticon deadhead. Uh, There's there's also some kind of big thing. thing? Yes, there is a tow truck. It looks like a tow truck that's killed Autobots. Because it's got like three Autobots in its backs that are X'd out. Along with like at least one person who's X'd out in the same way. (laughs) Yeah. So, and it's white and uh, a sort of... Not Constructicon green, but white and green. So that's that's all kind of neat. Yeah. Some some interesting things. Maybe maybe shit piece is just where Cade has been living lately. It's just it's <laughs> just living in this truck that's covered in things that oh, he's why been. Why would it have a Decepticon symbol on it? I don't know. Because he put one there. Because he found one. Uh, so uh, oh, maybe he's comic- been in what we think is Rekgar. Because Ooh. much like that truck, he is full well, of trash. Well, that's <laughs> what I mean, is that, that Rekgar is where Cade has been. Oh, I thought oh, you meant the VW. No, no, the uh, Rekgar is, is uh, what Cade has been living in, because, you know, he likes to collect old junk. Hey, I believe that, too. Yeah. Some, someone remembered that these characters had characterization from one movie to the next. <laughs> 
it's okay, impressive. you're right. It's definitely Rekgar. <laughs> so, uh, in additional movie news, there is a new release coming up of the original Transformers the movie. Yay! Yay! In Blu-ray! And it's got new... It's got new cover art by David's favorite artist. Yeah, Olivia Raymond Deli, which it it's the nicest piece of art from Olivia Raymond Deli I've ever seen, but I still don't like it. Yeah, it does actually have colors. Yes, there are colors. There, there's attempts at depth, although the unicron in the background kind of just looks like a flat plate. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but this is going to be the first North American Blu-ray release. Oh yeah, because the previous yeah, one the first was time it's been in UK? print for about ten years. Something. Yeah, the the previous Blu-ray was the UK. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, did the Sony one actually go out of print at some point? Probably. Yeah, I think it did. Although okay. I imagine they made enough that even though it was out of print, it wasn't in short supply. Yeah. So so let's let's take a moment. I'm going to uh, do one of those exciting diversions onto the interwebs. Hmm. Oh, come on, I don't want to pop up. I'm going to Amazon, and I'm going to see how easily one can find a copy of it. And the new version will have extras to be announced at a later date. Yeah, which means Yay! previous extras and maybe new things. A new commentary track would be nice. Yeah, that would... Oh, man, who would they get? Uh, alt, Well, it'd be nice... Well, no, I don't know if Cullen and Welker would do a good commentary track. It... Yeah, after a bit, Peter... See, I don't know... I mean, I guess Flint Dill is around doing things. They could get him to talk about it. And Sue Blue? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Well, I'm thinking any of the voice actors, I mean, a lot of them, especially because I've heard, like, all of the celebrities recorded their parts in separate studios. So they didn't actually get to meet everyone else. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I'm just not sure, like, whether they would have had an experience to to talk about with like you know moment to moment in in the movie give whoever's in the booth some alcohol and let them tell old stories <laughs> they can just uh, tell old stories yeah. supporting the tv series yeah, i was gonna say just get like a sue blue and then like peter cullen and frank welker and John Mashita, and then as many people who did a ton of voices for the old cartoon as you can. Oh, man. And then man. just wait until they've had two beers before putting on the movie, and <laughs> just make sure they're all mic'd, and don't even try to get them back on topic. <laughs> yes. This, this this sounds acceptable. Yeah. I will accept this. As off-topic as uh, you can so, get is for good commentary tracks. Yes. Uh, it it looks like you cannot purchase a copy of the old Sony version from Amazon themselves, but there are 45 new and used from 2219. Uh, oh. But yeah, it does show that it came back into print in 2006, so this will be the first time it's been properly in print in the U.S. for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and this will be, I'm pretty sure, the third DVD release of it. Well, is it a Blu-ray yeah, and DVD? But it will be the very first Blu-ray release. I assumed that it was Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, I have Amazon open here already, so let me scroll back up to that and go back a few pages. Uh, yeah, they list it as Blu-ray and DVD. Okay. Is it a combo and pack or is out, it a being released? Uh, it's both? listed. Well, they're listed separately. Ooh. If we take a look at the Blu-ray listing here. Uh, 
the Blu-ray copy does say Blu-ray and digital copy. Oh, huh. so not Still, well, I already have two copies of the movie on DVD from different versions. I'll I'll buy this one yeah, too, I... and then have to. Well, hope there's a reversible art, or I have to make my own cover art to cover Raymond Daly's art. I, yep. I've still got a, I still got my VHS copy from like 1993 around here somewhere. <laughs> In one of those boxes of VHS that I really should just go throw in the dumpster. Uh, it's worth keeping some of them. Yeah. Just for the, this exists. Sometimes yes. stuff's worth keeping just for that. Like, like my Betamax copy of Surf Nazis Must Die. <laughs> oh, that needs to be like framed <laughs> in a picture box. Yeah, yeah I, I should get some sort of display box for it. It's, uh, it's one of those random things that came through when I worked at the, the used bookstore. And if you're going to have a Betamax tape, that's one of the movies that is just perfect, the perfect example. Uh, so, yeah, that will be released on September 13th, 2016. But, yeah, that's uh, – so if, if anyone still does not have a copy of that for one reason or another – uh, you can go pick that up, and for the rest of us who are ridiculous completists who buy every release of it, now we can get it in Blu-ray. Yay! Uh, which, yeah, I mean, it's... Unlike the actual show itself, uh, the animation was really clean and nice enough in the movie that I think it, it deserves Blu-ray. Yeah, and it's uh, it's so. been and cleaned up at least... One, oh, it's a new transfer? Oh, but it's... I think the other version had some changes, to, or the DV, the other... UK Blu-ray had some cleanup, but not did they, perfect. Did they re-pink in Hot Rod? Uh, oh, yeah. Is he pink or is he more of a subdued? I don't know. Because that's actually a change that's gone back and forth a little bit. And I want to say for the Sony version, they did make a point to, to make him pinker. Hmm. Uh, because in the previous version, they had, in the first DVD release, they had made him that little bit redder. Yeah, desaturated, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find out when there's a comparison on the wiki. <laughs> yep. Stay These tuned the... for our in-depth discussion of the color balance of the new transfer. <laughs> yeah, you can come back in, in mid-September, and I'm sure we will have many, many things to, to say about all that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it and is, it is sort of odd that given everything else going on with Transformers, that it took 10 years to bring it back into print, but yeah. here we are. It may have been a rights thing too. It could have, I mean, yeah, it's just, it just seems so odd that given the, the cult, I mean, there was an episode of the Goldbergs that just revolved completely around going to see Transformers the movie. There's, the touch is showing up in like, various things uh so yeah it it is really odd so i can only imagine that it was a rights thing i mean even digitally it's the the good thing about digital media being the way it is is that you can make things available without very much uh you know you don't have to invest very much to make those things available so you can just toss whatever out there but yeah it hasn't even been streaming anywhere yeah it hasn't even been available digitally so that's, uh, oh man, they need to put it on Netflix so I don't even have to get off my couch to turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Well, Excited. if you can't wait for the release later this year, you can go to half.com and pick up one that's like a copy of the 2006 release that's like new for 11.99. Oh, or a brand new one still in shrink wrap for 52.95. What? I bet you feel bad about throwing out that shrink wrap now. It was totes valuable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it's like like the botcon where somebody had shockwave styrofoam insert for thirty dollars. That's like that's literally trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's garbage. It even looked like it had been like buried somewhere. Like they just found it in a in a scrapyard. <laughs> like that shockwaves. It's trash. Anyway, so uh very, very brief comic news in the Mask series. Uh, the new Matt Tracker is a black dude, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody and says it's a horrible change that's disrespecting your childhood, I don't believe you. Yeah. Like, seriously, how much of your childhood was Mask? Come on. Yeah, not many people, really. <laughs> Honestly, I keep getting Mask confused with cops. <laughs> <laughs> mask isn't fighting crime in a future time. Well, no, they're fighting some other dudes. Like I said, they've got vehicles that turn into vehicles with a bunch of guns. It was kind of compelling, but if it was more compelling, we would be on a podcast talking. This would be the mask podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This this is the first revival of mask since forever. So what's one little. And we'd be talking about the news with how they're bringing back Transformers and Optimus Prime is black. Yeah. Interesting. Is he Nemesis Prime? That doesn't yes. work. It's not the same. Uh, so, toy news. Uh, there have been new pictures of a masterpiece Cheetor. Oh Yes, Takara yes. had a unpainted thing in Japan that I forget what it was even called. But, but yeah, yeah, they had an like, event. Yeah, they had a toy show. I feel like they teased Optimus Primal for like a year. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like they teased Cheetor for like two weeks. <laughs> I don't think it was actually a year, but I think it was like six months and a yeah, month. Yeah, more realistic. We, we were talking about it yeah. for a while. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, Cheetor is just sort of like, hey, it's Cheetos, and then there's Cheetor. It's like, yay! His 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 cheetah face looks so derpy. Yeah, cause, well, he well, has three apparently. Yeah, he's got three different faces in both modes. Do they all look that derpy? No, no. It's, it's although I think the one on him looks derpy a bit because his eyes don't actually have any deco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's because it's just the the grayscale, you know, the solid gray prototype. Yeah. There's no deco for his eyes or anything, but he he looks pretty stoned. Well, to be honest, it's... that that's Cheetor appropriate. He did look derpy quite a few yeah. times in the show. Yes. I was gonna yep. say it's that's appropriate for Cheetor. Uh, and his gut uh, gun is appropriately gutty. Ah, uh, gross. <laughs> awesome, but also gross. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me that the Japanese release of this upcoming Power Master Optimus Prime from Titan Returns would be God Jinrai in Japan. Yeah. But hey, he's God Jinrai. It is, but they remolded it differently. There's, Changes like his truck mode, the, well, the America, the Power Master Optimus Prime in America, the, the grill is like massive on the front, it's smaller on the, uh, God Genrai version, and some other changes uh-huh. I do not recognize, but other people have, like, the fold up chest on his yeah, robot like mode's different. His ankle tilts and, Something. yeah. Apparently his new arms do not have hollow bits. Hmm. Which, but, but, the original Power Master Optimus Prime's arms had hollow bits. Yeah, giving him elbows is an upgrade. <laughs> That's what he needs. Yeah. So, and he's got new guns, which, I don't know, presumably more anime. 
And presumably his, his little co-dude will have more hair, whether that's implied or (laughs) explicit, because Jinrai had more hair, significantly more hair than Haikyuu. (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's, uh, but that was an interesting reminder. It kind of makes me wonder, like, if they are going to go off onto, like, a Master Force tangent with the Titans Return stuff, or whether they're going Ooh. to go, like, is their version of Brainstorm going to have the mouth and everything like the uh, the Headmaster's model sheet? Oh, mm, no, they, they might make alternate ones. Like, the Go-Shooter head is coming out with wheelie or something they were doing some weird yeah. things uh i want a new dreadwind and darkwing so bad yeah oh, that'd be so fun they can be buster and hydro over there but yeah that would that that didn't even occur to me but it's it's kind of exciting i'm kind of looking forward I'm to actually kind of surprised they haven't done a buster and hydra dreadwing darkwind whatever their names are out of the combiner mm-hmm. wars guys because they have the two alt modes yeah, but they only combine with each other. Yeah, the, the toy, the Combiner Wars, you can't make two jets that way, but I would really like new versions of those guys. I, I really would. Both, both, I, I really liked both the American and Japanese, well, I, probably fair to say the British and the uh, Japanese versions of those characters, because uh, they got to be a bit more significant in the UK stuff the UK comics, uh, but they were also pretty cool when they showed up in the US comics. Uh, and Master Force was a pretty good show. So, so yeah, I'm, I, that didn't even occur to me, but now I'm kind of excited to see what Japan does with that stuff. And I was already excited to see what America is doing with it. So I need to, uh, to get a contract signed with my agent so I can have some money to buy a huge pile of toys. (laughs) Yay. Uh, so, uh, that is our news for the week. We have new comics this week, too. Yeah, two new comics. Uh, apparently at some point there was some confusion about More Than Meets the Eye coming out this week, but no, apparently, uh, that is next week. Uh, though I have heard, no, it's two weeks from now. It's, you know what, let me go over. Well, also, since Twitter. The, re- the Last Sins of the Wreckers is coming out soon, because I think iTunes has the preview or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that is very important. So that's Yay. within this month sometime. Okay, yeah, it is next week. It's on the 22nd is going to be more than meets the eye number 54. Uh, but apparently it is showing up on iTunes and Google with the wrong preview pages. Uh, so that is why we have not seen the normal preview for it. Hmm. Because they messed something up putting that online. Oh no! Now we have to go into it blind. I normally do anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I read the, I read the preview pages. Unless it's one of those where James Roberts is like, don't read the preview pages this month. I read the preview pages. Uh, so yes, this week we have Till All Are One, number one, and, uh, Adjectiveless Transformers, as I have been calling it, number 54. Uh, that's, that's an old comic book tradition of having you know, books that normally have some sort of adjective. If they have a, a spinoff that has no adjective, it's adjectiveless. Like Uncanny X-Men versus X-Men. I think it started with Spider-Man, but <laughs> oh, in, yeah. in the 80s, uh, there was an adjectiveless Spider-Man. 
Uh, just in case anyone who is more into Transformers than they are into comics in general wonders why I insist on continuing to call it adjectiveless Transformers like there's some joke that they're not getting. Sort of, there's a joke. It, it's not much of a joke. It, it, it does have a subtitle. It's been all hail Optimus, I think, every issue since they... Or no. There was like one or two issues when there was no subtitle, but now it's been all hail Optimus since then. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. It's kind of so, a story yeah, arc good. name more than a yeah. book name, though, too. True. Yes. Yeah, it's like that's what the, the trade is going to be named, you know. Uh, so this one, this one covers the adventures of, well, not not really adventures so much as... Which one? Political, uh, uh, Till All Are One. Uh, covers not so much the adventures as the political machinations of Starscream and Windblade and various supporting cast members on Cybertron. Uh, it is by the trio of women with hard to pronounce names. Uh, but I'm getting better. I've, I've, I perfected Margaret Scott a couple years ago. Uh, so I'm gonna, gonna get good with the other two now. Sarah Petre de Rocher and Priscilla Tremontano. Hmm. I'm getting there. So, uh, Yes, uh, Margaret Scott writing, uh, Sarah Petre Durocher on art and colors by Priscilla Tramontano. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we're not really going to spoil this issue, uh, but what are your general thoughts? It felt like a spiritual follow-up to the first Windblade. Well, not even just a spiritual follow-up, like a follow-up in general to the first Windblade comic miniseries. Some stuff from that coming back, and it feels similar in tone, if not in art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with some story fallout from the Combiner Wars. Yeah, so there's, uh, for instance, there's a part where you have Tigatron and Air Razor hanging around. Uh, there is a point where uh, there's a little bit of knockout and breakdown talking to each other. So <laughs> yay, canon, canon yay. breakdown. Because uh, cause it had been, he hasn't actually shown up on panel yet, has he? I think he was once before, I think. But it, it didn't seem important, and I don't think he was drawn that big. I think he was just, like, in the background somewhere. Uh, uh, okay. it, it's taunting but, me to buy that but, toy, but you can't buy that toy for under $200. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's even, I mean, even when it came out, you couldn't get it over here for less than 50 or so because it was an import only. Uh, yeah. So that's that's frustrating. But yes, it was mentioned before that uh, Knockout had a conjuncts Endura who was uh, large and not very aerodynamic. <laughs> uh, those being important qualities on Velocitron. So, so yes, now it's confirmed that it was breakdown. And I, I call that retroactive canon because Margaret Scott did work on Transformers Prime. Yes. <laughs> but... That's that's stuff that's in in the preview pages. So if you've looked at the preview pages, uh, you'll have seen that. But yeah, it's got a lot of the same characters who showed up in the Windblade series uh, and the other stuff that's been happening on Cybertron. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's it's not so much adventure as political intrigue. Uh, but yeah, if you liked the previous stuff, if you liked the Windblade miniseries, uh, then Absolutely, this this will be directly up your alley. Though I hope if you liked that, you would be buying this anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because plus it's got Combaticons. Yes. I give it my highest recommendation. And Swindle lives. 
Yes, Swindle lives. Swindle lives graffiti. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of of Windblade. It's got a lot of Starscream being awesome. Uh, it's got a lot of Ironhide, who was a character who you know did a lot of stuff in the previous books, uh, the previous Windblade stuff. Uh, there's even a moment at uh, Blur's new incarnation of McAdams. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very comfortably back in that setting with with the political conflict on Cybertron. So absolutely pick that up. It's it's good stuff. Uh, So as far as other Transformers stuff, uh, which we will be spoiling, so I will go ahead and say that, yay, the aerial bots can no longer form Superion. Yes, well, well, they won't be forming Superion anytime soon, apparently. They force separated themselves. Yes. Yay. You're happy. See, it's paid off. Yay. But they will get to hopefully have <laughs> some personality next issue. Because that's always... Now they're just going to get ignored. That'll make me so sad. Don't, you don't even know. <laughs> I, I think they'll do this something. They spent like four pages of Superion trying to delete the enigma of combination that GB Blackrock turned the entire Earth into. By deleting it from his own combined form mind, and and also all the accompanying techno babble to explain that that was what was going on. And yeah. So, yeah, that sure looked really interesting. I said sarcastically. Yeah, <laughs> the, the idea is interesting. It wasn't carried across as well as it should be with the art and dialogue or something. Something didn't quite line up there. Well, I think part of it is that there was a lot of techno babble going on. Yeah. Uh, which, Advanced you know, nothing, nothing wrong with your techno babble. That's, no, but you know, Star Trek managed it for a very long time. Part of the techno babble was being delivered by Cup, and I think that hurt it. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. help, and it doesn't help when the techno babble is directly affecting the plot. Yeah. I, I think it's a little easier to deal with when it's in the background, but. I think it's something that as long as you just sort of under, as long as you accept that you're not going to understand it with your stupid human brain, uh, <laughs> then it's sort of a little more, uh, endurable. Yeah. Uh, also, GB Blackrock gets his face back. <laughs> which, is, which is important. His face is no longer just floating in front of him. Yeah. Uh, Superion gets really big for a little bit because it messed with his mass displacement. Yeah. The yep. part of his brain that controls mass displacement, which is interesting. I was sort of, what I sort of expected to happen at that point was just that his torso would get really huge because Silverbolt specifically is like a Concord is way bigger than the other kind of jets would be. And I don't yeah. know, like, Alpha Bravo, I think the kind of helicopter he is should be pretty big, so I thought maybe they all the limbs would go to their appropriate <laughs> real-world scales. Oh, that would have been an amazing visual game. It would have been neat if they were different, but I think they're already bigger than the actual jets in their combined mode anyway. Because the combiners are really big in this series. Yeah, they they are unreasonably large. Uh, so fortunately, all this is happening underwater. So I, I guess that no collateral damage, the, the, and that negates the effect of gravity on such a, a large form. Oh yeah, maybe uh, that's why. Oh. But yes, they integrate part of the code into themselves, and then 
By separating them, then Superion's mind ceases to exist. Uh, except we all know that it's still in Silverbolt's chest, <laughs> because that's that's how he transforms. Uh, unlike G1, where it would just be kibble, uh, but <laughs> just be spare parts. Uh, but yes, they all fall apart, and as long as Superion stays separate, the Enigma Code is broken. Superion is dead. It's like, oh. yay, now they have to write them as individual characters. Okay, hopefully they'll or, actually do that. Yeah, or have them not in it at all. Uh, the latter, given this series, seems more likely. <sighs> and I wish it wasn't. Silverbolt to get some characterization, if, probably. If I could go back in time and pitch my Spotlight Aerobot story. But they don't do spotlights anymore. No, yeah, I'm about that. It is sad. Uh, so, meanwhile, uh, some EDC people come and meet up with Blackrock and tell him to put on some pants. Uh, there's various other things going on in Galvatron's underwater base. Uh, Starscream and Red Trap. <laughs> Rat Trap absolutely is eating popcorn at this point. <laughs> it's like glowing pink popcorn, but it's popcorn. Uh, so they're they're watching, and Starscream declares it to be the best he could hope for, well, which is it, it was until the very end of the comic. But... Yeah, and then Optimus Prime, he, yeah, Alpha Trion's telling him, he's like, ask yourself why here. I know you can feel the answer, and he reaches down. He says, I, I can. I feel it. And then he raises a mother frickin' titan out of the ground, like Metroplex-style titan, uh, presumably because it is time for titans to return. Yeah. Uh, And, and yeah, uh, it's it's pretty, uh, that was pretty epic. It was double-page spread. It deserved a double-page spread. (laughs) Uh, It was pretty cool. Uh, So just, yeah, out of this patch of desert there there was a titan buried although the reaction shots i dull surprise help yes dull (laughs) surprise yeah it is a little bit of dull surprise there from starscream well it kind of makes sense from starscream because it's like oh crap and spike yeah Yeah. oh no and for that matter optimus but he has a faceplate (laughs) yes yeah you can't tell what the faceplate And then it ends with R.C. being ordered to pursue Galvatron, except we all know that she's been having some sort of weird sexual tension with Galvatron, so we'll see if that actually happens. I mean, it's R.C., so it's it's IDW R.C., so her having some kind of weird sexual tension with a character does not mean she won't murder them. <laughs> so, So we'll have to see how that plays out. And that's it for this month. That's it oh, for one other thing happens. our comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is the other thing? Optimus worth tricks about? Soundwave into telepathically mind scanning humans, at which point he does an immediate about face on his views toward humanity and surrenders. Yeah, I guess he thought they were like bugs before, or I don't know, man. Soundwave yeah. just he he doesn't understand other kinds of life forms. Well, Soundwave is but then odd he does. This sound wave doesn't really feel like sound wave to me. No. Yeah, it's a it's a very different take on the character. Yeah. And uh, uh but yes, he <laughs> Aileron was about to shoot humans maybe or kill them somehow. Well, she doesn't like them. She's mad at them. They killed her buddy. Yes, they did. 
Yeah. Oh, and one other important thing to note, Buster was safe. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, the beginning Marissa of the Fairborn. don't shoot the dog. Nobody's going to shoot the dog. Why would I shoot the dog? <laughs> don't shoot the dog. Marissa Fairborn made an, an order that they were not to shoot Buster. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah, he's just barking at him, <laughs> being a dog. Oh, and then his daddy gets his arm shot off underwater. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, also, after... After uh, after Superion breaks up, Silverbolt is there. Yay, Silverbolt. Yay, individual aerial bots. I'm so starved for individual aerial bots. <laughs> I just want them to do things on their own. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that is comics for this week. Yeah. It's all very exciting. Sadly, we do not get to have a ridiculous Skylinks and a bunch of random people combiner anymore. Alas. Yeah, that was kind of Did evil. the other... But he was evil. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Alex? Did everyone discombine, or was it just Superion? No, I he think in discombined them after he started merging with the, what, the Enigma. Okay. Yeah. Him doing that made them uncombine. Oh, yeah, he totally did. Yeah. yeah it's just like one panel, and then they don't do anything after that. Yeah. <laughs> Job. Uh, All this feels like so much chess piece arrangement for something that's going to come next. Yeah, rather than a a story that stands on its own legs. Like a Titan returning. Yeah. How about that? That Titan sure did return. So yeah, that's you know it's the the Transformers do have a a weird affinity for Earth in all these stories, so. It's always sort of interesting to see how that ends up getting explained. And I suppose this time it's explained by there being a Titan here. Uh, And I think I like that one. You know, I have a lot of respect and uh, fondness for Transformers Prime. But I think it being because Earth was Unicron is one of my least favorite explanations for why Earth is so important. Yeah, because Unicron, it wasn't just Unicron, it was also a lot of other junk, like the movies, just ended up on Earth. A Titan being the big thing that draws other stuff there, that makes more sense. He could have carried the crap there. Yeah. It's like, oh, he has the of combination, too. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so that, that, that works as a, uh, a binding explanation for everything else. Alright, so anything else worth bringing up? No, I don't think so. I kind of want to take that picture of of Silverbolt's face and make that my avatar for something for a while, but then I would have to stop using Chrome Dome as an avatar. <laughs> Alas. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for fiction this week, and that's it for news. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully, if More Than Meets the Eye doesn't kill us. Uh, and we will talk about it if we can do so without sobbing. <laughs> well, there's... Yep. there's- Two more issues. Wait, next one is 54, right? Right. Yeah, and 55 is the end of the arc, I think, supposedly. Well, 54 is also the one where they... I mean, the last issue had them just running out into battle, so... Oh, yeah, so somebody's going to get <laughs> shot really nastily at the beginning of the fight, probably. I I will have to boost up our, our poll 
on iaconunderground.net. But if you go to iaconunderground.net, we have a poll where you can vote to uh, tell us who you think is going to die. Is it uh, even a question whether or not Nightbeat's going to die? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what, he, what, what you mean by die. Well, he... Well, I'm... He went in the planet with Rung, didn't he? Ah, uh, yes. He did, but also in his transmission back to Cybertron from the beginning of the story arc, mm-hmm. he revealed that he is from a part of Cybertron whose religious beliefs involve having oh, their right. heads cut off after they die and preserved. Yes, <laughs> preserving well, yeah. their heads. Yeah, his head's getting cut off. He won't die. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. His his head should be preserved. Cut off the head, burn the body. <laughs> it's a good way to deal with White Walkers. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so we will be back for that next week. Uh, until then, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. And bury my head if you do. <laughs> Jen. <laughs>